Process Podcast episode 359. Ooh, it was a big yawn, Zach Watson. Big yawn. How was the day? It was good. Yeah. <clears throat> What'd you do on this? It's very snowy today. Not as snowy as it's last very, Monday, but. No, but it's pretty snowy. Keeping in theme with Slick Mondays, it's uh, there's a fair bit of precipitation. Slick Mondays, it kind of does seem like that. Yeah, yeah. The roads are pretty, pretty slippery. Did you do any Tokyo Slushy. drifting? Not much Tokyo drifting. If I took the, if I went out in the Beamer, it would have been full Tokyo drifting. But it would have been like, oh, you took the edge. It would have been like in the ditch in the first thirty seconds. <laughs> Probably not ideal. That's be not that bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be that good. Is Tokyo drift a dangerous driving song. Danger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a dangerous yeah. driving song. That's like possibly the most dangerous driving song for me. That comes on in the car. <laughs> I have to the Porsche. I'm either getting pulled over or like wrapping it around a tree. Oh shit. Oh god. You're either getting pulled over or you're getting pulled out of a ditch. Yeah. I'm either in getting a, pulled over or bang. like washed off of the road with a hose. Oh Jesus Christ. Sorry, that's awful. If there's like stubborn bits of you that may have to get like those steel shovels yeah. out and like yeah, just like, a little pick chip away at scrapers. It. Yeah. It's like some paleontologist guy just out there with like a little brush and one of those little like hammer things, just like <laughs> little chisel and hammer. Yeah. Where you come along with like a forceps and peel Zach Watson off of the road. Mm. Oh God. Yeah, dude. How did that get so dark so fast? Yeah, that went really dark. Not good. But what'd you do this weekend? You did some paint shit. Did some paint shit. Saw saw a good old Cabashan Sistello. Oh. And how's how's Seb? Uh, he's good. Good. He's he's good. You know, he's he's Seb. Yeah. I did say it again too. I did mention it to him again that we wanted him and Sean on at the same time. What did he say to that? I, yeah, he's down. Good. He he's, doesn't have a down. choice. He doesn't have a choice either way. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, but he signed up. Good. Good. To do that. Um, I feel like, and this is just me thinking. <clears throat> Is it better to do that on a weekend so that we don't take up everybody's time on a, week, on a weeknight, right? Well, that and I think... Because um, they both it was, commute. Like, well, that's the thing. Even, whether or not it was in person, either way, both of them would have to commute. And if it was in person, then like you and me are close now, but both of them are far away. It'd be a lot of driving to try and do that and then set up and then... I'm sure we would end up probably talking three hours before we hit record yeah. and then another four hours after record and then another six hours after that. So I think it would have to be a weekend, I think. That's what I'm thinking. Like get everyone on a, like a Saturday morning. I did have another idea and then I'll let yeah. you talk about your pace again. <clears throat> but this was as I was driving home last night um, in the back road, somewhere between Guelph and Kitchener. And this like sentence came to me fully fleshed and fully formed. And it was, designers of the round table and it was like you me oh. okay right you me seven sean bi-weekly and when i say bi-weekly i mean every two weeks so maybe it's every two fridays right. but we all right. get on and we do an hour of like catch up and chill but it was the designers of the round table that hit me i was like yeah, gosh that's reaching the, good just grab that. my sharpie 
All right. I feel like the only dangerous thing is it could turn into the last time we tried to plan all. Well, see, the last Every time. Every Saturday, we're going to jump on and work together, and that happened for like three weeks, and then. The last time it was Seb that planned it. And to be fair, he made a fucking Google Calendar thing, but there was no accountability, per se. It was show up if you want to. And it was also on a Saturday morning, which you're prone to sleeping in. I'm most Sean, likely sleeping Sean's on Sean's prone morning, to yeah. sleeping in. I don't know what Seb's sleep schedule is like, but I don't imagine it's terribly dissimilar, especially no, on the No, he, he would get up early. I think it, just, it was just funny because it turned into basically just me and you being on there, which we do like every day anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. <'Cause, clears throat> but and Sean, like Sean would go home a couple times. And Sean used to yes. be on... Sean was typically on earlier um, than yeah. he would go. That guy does shit. That guy's got a life outside of yeah, he's busy. his laptop. So. It's more busy than us. Yeah. I like that but idea, though. I think it could be cool. At least to float it by them and see if it's something they'd be yeah. interested well, in I doing. I like the name. That is I, sold me. I love the table. name. That's, I really like that. That's a good visual. Isn't it? That's I a BDC so. thing for sure. Oh, it has to be. Like, like on the website in the future, mm. our like, where it's like the meet the team page, it's oh, meet. Yeah, nice. and then us there. Oh nice. my god! Knights oh my god! Okay, maybe it's too cheesy, but you know, like the image, yeah, of the round table where the knights all have like the swords in on the table. Oh, they're like crossing, crossing swords. Yes, <laughs> crossing swords, but not in the not in that innuendo not in, version. Not in the but, weird way. I mean, we could no, no, I'm, and then we, it's like that, but it's like markers or something. Oh yes. <laughs> Like Copics or something like oh, that. That's be, a good idea. And like pens and stuff. That'd be funny. I love that. I've got nice. a round table. I have a physically oh, circular table. Okay, then we're good. We just, dude, Seb okay. can pick up Sean and they drive over here. Seb loves yeah. driving. Yeah. Actually, that would work. But I was going to say we could always try plan to come here. That's true. But it would be quieter at your place. It would. I don't have parents. You don't have parents live in the fucking... same place. Yelling down after every time I call him. Anyways, I also don't have a schizophrenic dog. The schizophrenic dog, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I do. Apparently, a very she's anxious cute, dog. She's adorable. Yeah, she's, she's not schizo. She's just anxious. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, but, yeah, but no, Seb was good. Went to uh, went to the model store. Mm, nice. And I, I think for the first time ever, went to the model store and then left the model store with nothing. Bro, what is wrong? I with didn't you? buy anything. I okay? almost did, and then I was like, I was holding like I was I was almost picking between these two Gundam models. I was like, mm. okay, like on my walk, and then I was like, I shouldn't be spending like I don't. I've got other models to make. I don't need one. Uh, I'm not like super super crazy about either of them, but they're both cool. So I put them back, and then I looked, and I almost picked up a car, one mm. or two car models, and then I was like, ah, I shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll get some paint, of course. And then I didn't really have any like good paint selection, so I was like, okay. So I didn't uh, walk away with anything. Um, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Seb bought a kit. What did Seb get? Obviously, he got a Gundam kit. He had pretty cool nice. ones. Um, that guy's probably got like a crap ton of Gundams by now. He got like more than me. I was Jesus. like, what? Yeah. Does that you is know? that like not not to say that's all he does? Because that sounds like like he doesn't have a life because he does. But is that like his thing? Like he'll other other than obviously Kylie and. Well, they build them together. Oh, There's a little touchy subject, subject which I'll, I'll, I gotta touchy mention to him. I didn't say touchy it to him. Touchy for you, or yes, 
it pisses oh. me off slightly. And I, I haven't mentioned him yet, but I'm still building up the courage to... Oh, Kylie's cucked you out of the Gundam. Yeah, in a way, that has happened. Oh, shit. But no, what, well, th- no, they build them together because she builds them too. But he said the words. He's so happy that Kylie got him into Gundam. Oh, no. And a part of me was like, I'm about to put your face through this wall right now. I was like, how many times Matt told me to get a Gundam kit? So I did. And then me and Matt were, and then that was in f- end of fourth year. And then we told Seb you should get some. And I told Seb you should get some. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. They're expensive. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then like, <laughs> next, you know, he's got more than me. And well, when it comes out of a female's mouth and Seb's. Yes. Well, I guess that's how guys work. We're very primal. If a girl tells him to do it, it's more it's like, like, oh, it must. Yeah, guys. we'll do it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Zach looks over his shoulder, just hoping he doesn't get slapped. It is primarily true. Hmm? Well, there's more of a chance, right? That's like, you know. Uh, yeah, a hell of a lot more of a chance. Statistically speaking. We're pretty simple creatures. You don't get it. We're pretty simple. Yeah, we're very simple. We're very simple. Like, I found a, a meme the other day that was talking about guys, just how simple mm. guys are. Mm. I was like, you're really that simple? And I, for, I forget what it was, but it was very funny. It made me laugh, but I'm not going to bother to try and retell it because I'm just going to cook it completely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was good. And then, like, then yesterday I was doing, I messed around with my airbrush. Mm. And then, you know, like, you know when people say, like, oh, like, to learn a lesson, you got to learn it the hard way kind of thing. And I yeah. had one of those moments where I was using some paint to practice, and it was, like, enamel model paint I had. And I looked at the jar and I was like, this looks, I'm stirring a bit. I'm like, this looks thin enough to go through an airbrush and then didn't thin down, <laughs> put it in. And then it sprayed a little bit and then it clogged. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why is it clogged? And then spent like the next couple of hours cleaning it. Oh, um, geez. Which was so much fun. And then by the end of it, I was like, I'm not in the mood <laughs> to airbrush anymore. That's why I never so. got super into airbrushing. Like I had two airbrushes when I was a kid. They obviously weren't very good because I was a kid yeah. and I, I would like save up allowance money or birthday money and get like a 30 or a $40 one from Amazon before Amazon was what it is now. Um, mm-hmm. Like wait like two or three weeks for it to show up and everything. And it would come in this cardboard box and there was like just raw needles in it, like jostling around. Yeah. It was pretty sketchy. But for me, it was the maintenance and the fact that sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't work. And like the the finickiness of using yeah. the airbrush to me was like that. more trouble than it's worth. They're great tools. They're really fun. And for doing models, it's like how else would you paint it, right? You're not gonna paint yeah. big models with a brush because it looks like crap and you're gonna take forever. Unless you're kid, which they is look like fair. Like yeah. But then like also you're not gonna like use you could use spray paint for some big pieces you could do that but like for like gundam or small stuff you wouldn't because spray paint's too thick and then mm-hmm. tolerances are going to be off and whatever um so they're really good for that mm. but yeah you got to maintain them and that's why i was like when i go to buy paint i'm just gonna get i'm gonna try and get all as much as possible water-based acrylic paints right so a i don't have to go and you know let tamiya steal more of my money because now you have to get a certain thinner and all this stuff 
Um, and it's also just such a pain. Whereas acrylics mm. is like, you know, water, water based acrylic, you just use water to thin it down, throw it in an airbrush, paint, and then just put more water in, clean it, and then put the next color in. And then right. when you're done, you just use water to clean it. You don't have to use some like harmful chemicals and yeah all this shit you know especially if you're doing it inside too and that because you're you're yeah. using that spray booth that you made right yeah a little, for little that makeshift yeah. ghetto spray booth yeah yeah imagine spraying fumes and all that stuff in the basement yeah and that's the thing water-based too is like non-toxic they're non-toxic mm. or at least a lot of the brands are so it's like technically not really bad to breathe in it's gonna take you longer to die that's what that means it will kill you much slower than like spray painting lacquers would so oh god airbrushing lacquers and stuff lacquer just sounds dangerous yeah it smells good but it's it's not good for you it's very toxic it's gnarly stuff i remember some pretty potent stuff to like clean it and thin it down and what uh solvents would you use to clean lacquer well you'd have like lacquer thinner same with enamels to thin it down um and to clean it because you need something really powerful to clean it oh, and then it's also more tedious you got to know what you're doing more because like with um lacquer some of the adam savage videos right the one day builds you know what you're doing you can use it to your advantage but if you like thin something down a lot with like lacquer thinner the paint you can get to the point where it's by the time it it's spread the spray has come out of the airbrush it's dry whoa because lacquer will just accelerate the at the rate in which it dries. That's why you also get other chemicals that that you mix in to delay it. Because mm. if you have a really thick paint, you got to put a, a shit ton of lacquer thinner in to thin it down so it goes to an airbrush properly. And then you have to put other chemicals in to then slow down the drying time. Otherwise, because oh. there's so much lacquer, by the time it like touches the object out of the gun, it's already too dry. It's just like colored dust at that point. You just rub it right yeah. off. But it's like oh, you can wow. use it to your advantage if you want something to dry quick, but then you got to know how to like, then you're probably going to, either you're a master and you've done it for a long time or you got to be weighing all the, do all the math of like, okay, so it's, you know, the ratio is this part. Oh my gosh. Thinner to paint and then whatever. And it's like, nah, I don't want that much hassle. No. I'm just going to get my good old water-based garlics which is just good. And not have to like destroy brain cells trying to clean stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Does so. does enamel paint dry like oil paint does, where it's a chemical process, it's a chemical reaction, or is it like, or is it similar like, to water based paint where it's drying through moisture evaporation? Moisture, probably. But the moisture isn't water; it's alcohol or something, right? Yeah, or there's oh well, yeah, there's other chemicals in it, yeah, mm, that are air. Because like, say and air a lot of people use enamel, especially for models, because enamel is like really durable, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's all better scratch resistance and durability, but because of that, that's why you need harmful, more harmful chemicals to get rid of it, because mm-hmm. it's stronger. Um, and that's why cleaning is harder because if you clean, right, you're spraying whatever, and then you leave for a sec before you go to clean, and it's dried. Come back ten minutes later, you go to clean. It's more of a pain in the ass, right? Right. Oh yeah. Ooh, and you don't want to be messing around with like 
different types of alcohol and lacquer thinners and paint strippers and all this stuff because yeah it's just really toxic and like a pain in the ass and you have to have all the right bottles to put them in so i kind of do that i did that yesterday actually when i was messing around with like a little, little plastic bottle and i had some lacquer thin in it i left it in too long and it started melting the bottle oh jesus or started eating away where it went from like a thicker plastic to like felt like almost tissue paper oh like it was super thin and it was starting to bulge and like warp it because it was eating away at it um whoa i just don't want to deal with that bs no i don't i don't blame you i think the last time i used something that gnarly was when i was painting the putting the clear coat on the 3d printed squeegees before going away yeah and the clear coat that i had bought was montana gloss enamel clear coat and the smell out of the can on that thing was something out of a chemist's asshole yeah, that's it was pretty strong. the it was rancid i like you you spray it you smell it and you just you feel yourself dying yeah like one sniff is probably half a year maybe six seven months right. off your life um was bad and i was doing that like outside in good weather with a bit of wind yeah if you're doing it inside so, it's if you're doing it inside like forget it you might as well just you might as well just not do what you're doing go water-based is all. there a cost savings to go water-based like overall from what i've seen so far it's about the same it's basically That's the same. so weird isn't it yeah isn't weird? i mean like in the, the store we went to with Seb, that hobby store, they had like, you know, three racks and it's like Tamiya enamel, Tamiya lacquer, Tamiya acrylic. Mm-hmm. Or they might have just had enamel and acrylic, I think, all the little jars. And they were the same price. It was like three ninety nine a jar. Whoa. It was the exact same price. So that's, that's and early. then different brands, like I'm going to try and find some other brands that I've seen are pretty popular. Um, there's a, like the model store I'm gonna go to. It's in Cambridge. I haven't gone to in a while, and they do they do like a lot of like the Warhammer stuff there. Right. Um. And there's a popular brand that you people use for like those figures and stuff, which is a water based non toxic acrylic mm. brand called Citadel, I think. And there's another one that's really popular. Mm. And those I think are like for the same jar. It's like around the same price, I think. So. Oh, I think the price is kind of similar. I remember or the model paints that I would use when I was putting like the boats together and some planes, I always used testers stuff because that's what was always at Michael's. Michael's yeah. never had Michael's never had like the Tamiya or any Those are the little small glass ones with a silver cap. Those yeah, are the ones I was playing yeah. around with the other day. I've got like a couple of colors of those. The enamel oh, yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, and though like I I'm pretty sure they're in there i think so, i don't yeah. i have no clue i have no clue but they were there's like little me and i had like a a glass one of the small glass mason jars with varsol or mineral spirits or something in it to clean the brushes and i would like have my little thing and when i smell that smell or when i smell the yeah. tester smell i'm i'm like i'm 12 years old again and it's summertime and i'm in in my room with the blinds pulled down and my desk light focusing trying to put these little 
paint dots on this thing and me thinking I'm being super precise with my sausage fingers and this gigantic brush trying to do fine detail, obviously not going to work. It's a very nostalgic smell. It's a very nostalgic smell. So grand plan is to have a water-based acrylic paint setup for doing models. Yeah, I'm going to have to get model primer. I don't know what base that's going to be. It'd be nice if it's like water-based acrylic, but yeah. whatever. And then I'm going to have to get clear coat, which we were talking about before. I think I mean, it's going to have to be like an enamel clear coat. Because you need the enamel to allow the, what is it called? The panel, panel liner. liner. If you're doing panel liner or any decal stuff or um, uh, weathering or anything like that afterwards. Mm. Yeah, you want probably want to use a clear coat as a save progress type right. thing. And having an enamel would be better because then you know you can put any other acrylic or enamel stuff over top and it's not going to destroy what's underneath. Right, yeah, because I guess if you're putting a water-based, like a putting a decal on with water, like a water slide mm -hmm. one, and you put that over top of a water-based paint, there's a possibility that yeah. that thing I think if Yeah, I think if water-based acrylic's off. dried enough and it wasn't too much water and you weren't rubbing, you'd probably be okay, but you never know. It could just get rid of there's the always that risk. paint, and that'd be a pain. Oh, and God. then the panel liner, if it's enamel-based, which I think most of them are, those um eat away at the acrylic stuff at least the tumia stuff does and then um your weathering is probably in the acrylic over top which is fine either way but the the more harmful stuff would eat away at the acrylic underneath or at least Man, there's so a chance that it would and you don't yeah. want to paint the whole thing and then have it you got to do the final details and the last part and next you know you just melted oh. the whole thing and you're like no and then you have to try That's and the worst. take off all the paint oh Oh, can you imagine that? That sounds like a fucking terrible yeah. idea. And that's what like not frustrates me. But that's why I don't do that stuff as much anymore because it's, I guess when I was a kid, I didn't care what paint I was using. I couldn't tell you the fucking difference. But now it's like, oh, you got to do this. And you gotta do it's that, just complicated to do it right. Yeah, like you got to do it right to get the best results, but it's just complicated to do it right. There's a lot of steps and stuff. Speaking of complicated, nothing to do with what I'm about to say at all. But over the weekend, spent a bit of time dabbling with some uh, no work on the Strange Creatures book this weekend, unfortunately. That's okay. Instead, there was progress on the logo types mm -hmm. and the logo options, as well as putting together the first piece of, of clothing I don't know whether it's going to be a long sleeve or a crew neck. It's going to be whatever's cheapest to screen print and whatever looks the most I mean, Knowing fitting. you, a long sleeve fits pretty well. That's what and I'm thinking. Neck, I'm though, thinking... To be honest, yeah. And I agree. But I think to to start, I'm going to do a long sleeve because then... It's going to be cheaper, I would think. It's going to be a bit... It's going to be cheaper and it's going to be easier. It's a lower barrier to entry to do that versus if a crew neck is like 45 bucks and the minimum order is 12 that's a lot of monies yeah whereas if a crew neck is half that that's half it's as doable. many monies yeah. minimum so and i'm i'm hoping to do more than just like two 
print locations. I'm hoping to do one on the front, one on the back, but then also hit the sleeves. Mm. That's the plan. So I spent probably about three or four hours, I think, on Sunday afternoon playing around with what I want it to look like and the orientation of it and then building the vector up for that. Oh, I've got the idea. front Sorry and the back done. I don't know if it's cheesy. I just no, had an go idea for it. like if you had send it. you know, one sleeve, strange creatures, and then the other mm-hmm. sleeve in these woods. But you mm-hmm. laid it in such a way that if you crossed your arms, it would line up. Oh shit. I don't know if that's cheesy or not. Just for some reason the idea just came to me, but Anyways. Seems like kind of a gang thing to do. Where you yeah, I'm like, like, I don't know if that's put, weird. Like, if that doesn't put both yeah, your hands on top of gimmicky. each other. Play around with it though. It would have to be fit on the forearm though. That's yeah. that would be the only thing. Probably like elbow down. Yeah. Which is still doable. I don't know. I'm just looking at my arms now as references. If they're like the pinnacle, it could be a bit tedious for just all that work, just for a little gimmicky thing. But I like the idea. Like, yeah. let's go. And oh man, I almost killed. I think this is the fastest that I've killed a field notes notebook. Wow. Started it on January 8th, and it's the 24th today. So that's 14, that's 16 days. That's got to be the fastest by it's like probably. a couple days because so many pages of that are just like filled with notes mm-hmm. or like writing down ideas or just some quick layouts of what this shit could look like. Dude, made a made a fuck ton of notes yeah. the other day of like just writing shit out came up with some not gonna lie i'm not gonna toot my own horn but it's pretty genius terminology pretty Don't genius. Worry. that's why i feel when i have sticky notes for like team drive travel stuff i find like a little like phrase that works for the brand i'm like i'm genius this is amazing isn't it is so satisfying and you write it down and you know like that's your little that's your little treasure and i'm pulling every australianism or play on words that i can Mm. or every like nice phrase that you can use to connect with i'm pretty stoked i think i'm gonna do 12 and then make the 12 because that's the minimum order for like the basic level if you're not a corporation if you're like an individual the minimum order is 12 for clothing items i think hats is 15 or 20 something like that but minimum is 12 so my hope is to get those 12 made this year and then keep three or four for myself and then give out the other eight Mm. i'll say keep four for myself so i can wear one every day of the week and then have a party on friday right um and then give eight others out um and spread the good word and then if anyone wants an additional one, then start order or PayPal or something like yeah. that. Potentially, yeah. you know, enough to just cover the bases, cover the cost. Not doing it to make money. I'm just doing it to make cool shit. Oh, I'm going to write that shit down. And yeah, that's what I did. And I, th- I think the current plan is to at least hopefully get it at least get it sent to a screen printer this week and see if I can get a quote in terms of like what. Yeah. Might as well just see what's going to be the final cost kind of thing. So you have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. And if I then want to iterate upon that, then I can, you know, if like each print location adds another $10, then 
maybe I can do without the sleeves for now. Maybe right, it's a just front a front and, and back, back thing. thing. Yeah. You know, just to, to play around with it. So that's me. It's looking, oh, fuck, dude. It's They do look good. You're sending me little oh. pictures of it. It looks, looks hot. Have you seen, I don't even remember what I've sent you. I do remember sending you, I think the one that I sent you was the front. The round yeah, one. Yeah, was the front. Oh, oh, I guess it with the uh, was it with the koala and oh yeah, I sent you the one with the koala in the middle, dude. Yeah. I spent probably six hours after we recorded a, the podcast right. one Getting day. I think together. this was Tuesday, and I took a majority of the Australian road signs. So you've got kangaroos, mm-hmm. koalas, cows, birds, um, snakes, wombats, etc. And rebuilt them all as vectors as opposed to just image tracing them and just put all the the vector architecture back together and then made them into symbols and then turned them into, um, so I had the symbol, just the black part, but then I also had the road sign part and made that its own symbol. It was very satisfying. It took a long ass fucking time, but it was very satisfying. And now- Now I'm going to run. It's going to be beautiful. So and I'm looking I'm looking forward to it a lot. And if you're looking forward to it, send us an email to hiatbigdesigncompany.com or visit the website com and visit or send an email to podcast at gmail.com if you got P's and Q's. Zach Waltz. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. See you tomorrow. Peace. The process. The process. Some creative assembly required.